What is up, Headstrong Nation? Welcome back to the very first... Well, first of all, welcome to fucking 2021, man. And just if you're here right now and you're on this podcast and you're listening to this to get better and you've made it through 2020, give yourself a fucking pat on the back. What a wild mother freaking year that was. And I'm just so, I'm glad that it's over, but also it was the best year of my entire life and it was the most transformative year of my entire life. There was a lot of growth that happened for me internally, me mentally, emotionally, spiritually, business, everything. I feel like 2020 was the absolute most transformative year of my entire life. And what's really cool is I said that about 2019, I said that about 2018, 2017, and 2016. 2015 sucked. (laughs) So here's to all of us being able to say that in 2021. Now, before I get into this podcast, I actually want to run a business idea through you guys because you guys follow, you guys support, you guys are my ride or dies and I appreciate the fuck out of every single one of you. Um, I've had a lot of people signing up for my business mentorship or not really business, but just my mentorship program that I offer and I work with these individuals for 12 weeks, so three months. We do face calls once a week. I give them homework. And what we do is we basically focus on on them getting into a position where they feel the most centered. They they, they kind of just transform into their best selves. We stop negative habits. We, we start opening up to the possibilities of how we can actually live life when we stop with that negative self-doubt and almost get out of our own way. And I've never not had a client be super successful here. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to kind of put things into context here. Now... I really, really want to do this and I can't, I've been thinking about it for the last two weeks and I can not every day I think about it is doing a, a broad program of this. And I would say to start off and test efficacy, holding it down for one to 200 people, one to 200 slots and basically doing a zoom call once a week with everybody, but I would take this from 12 weeks and stretch it to 24 weeks. So a six month program where I'm diving into mental side of things, uncomfortable side of things for people, giving everybody homework, um, kind of writing things down, visualizing and verbalizing where they struggle, where they need to be better, where their strengths are, and just kind of helping people elevate to the highest level of themselves because I've been doing this for a while now behind the scenes. This is the first time I've ever really publicly promoted that what I do on a platform. But I think it would be incredible to sell, say, 150 to 200 slots. And then at the end of that six months, have a getaway seminar where I rent out basically a, a hotel Everybody can go stay there for the weekend. We'll do like the Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Have a seminar, a two-day seminar where you know I speak to you guys in person. Other other people come and speak. We can kind of do some like bonding activities and just really focus on finishing off that whole program with an amazing retreat and seminar to just like reset the rhythm of how we think and how we go about our day-to-day life. So if that's something you guys would be interested in. Let me know, because like I said, I really think it would be fucking amazing, and I can't stop thinking about it. So what I want to dive into with this podcast, sorry, that was a three and a half minute rant, uh, is acceptance. You guys saw the title, it's it's called Acceptance. And the reason I want to touch on acceptance is because it's something that people are engraved to think that we need, right? We want 
acceptance more than anything in the world. We don't want people to say bad things about us. We don't want people to walk away from an altercation and say, dude, you know, Nick sucks. I fucking hate it. He's the most arrogant. And you know what? I'll give you guys a great example of this right now where, um, from my, my personal roster, when people inquire for coaching, they have to go through my sales rep. And that's just because, you know, we get about a hundred inquiries a week. Myself and my coaches, we can't sit here and be on the phone a hundred, a hundred calls a week. And for people who are potentials, you know, we have our clients to worry on. So people get on the, on the call or a text consult with my assistants and they say, Hey, I want to be on the next roster. So my, my staff, they say, Hey, okay, well, do you consider yourself a high level athlete? Because that is who Nick works for only or exclusively right now. And this person said, yes, I got their startup packets. I looked at her photos and I said, Hey, can you give me a little bit more background of your competition history? I just want to make sure because I, I only take high-level athletes right now, right? Comes to find out this girl is not a high-level athlete whatsoever. No disrespect to her. That's just the, the phase that she is in, right? So I said, hey, you know what? Right now, my roster is only open for these people, but I have five incredible coaches on my staff. I wouldn't hire them if they weren't super knowledgeable. So why don't I go in with one of them? And she flipped the fuck out on me. <laughs> she said, how do you expect people to high level athletes if you don't give them a chance? Da, 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 da. I want to work with the male. I want to work with you. And I said, okay, cool. If that's how you feel, then that's fine. But I'm going to expect, you know, everything that I would a high level athlete from you just to let you know. So I start typing up her stuff, right? Right. As I finish typing up her stuff, I get another email from her. This took me like an hour and a half. I get an email from her saying, you know what? I want to go a different direction. And I'm like, okay, you know, I email her back. I'm like, this is awkward because I just finished out your entire program and I'm attaching it here. And keep in mind, this girl had already paid, signed, signed contracts, everything, right? And I just sat down for an hour and a half on my computer making her entire plan. So I sent it to her and I'm like, look, I understand you might have taken offense to what I said, but really I'm just trying to make sure that you go to the best place for where you currently are to be successful. You know, and as, then then she comes back. She's got some heat, right? She's just like, "Whoa, sister, relax." Um, so she so she goes on to tell me that, you know, I didn't send her any attachments. Um, I'm, she's demanding her money back now, and I'm like, "Hey, look, look, I, I'll be I'll be honest. You're upset. Why don't you take two days? Just think about it. You know, if you still want to cancel after after three days, we'll we'll talk about it, and we'll go from there." And she's like, "You're not listening." Like, just starts going crazy. And kind of starts telling me, you know what, like I followed you for two years. I'm so disappointed in, in you as a person. And like, it's not even a business decision for me to not work with you anymore. It's a moral decision, right? She said, you put a, you put a laughing emoji at one, at one of the emails and you know, you're laughing at my frustration. I just want my money back. I, this isn't a good fit. It's for the better. And I said, okay, we'll just say, you know, per your contract. I mean, I'm, you're, you're locked in for a year here because you signed a contract. And uh, that's legal. You can't you can't change that. So I was like, but here's what I'll do, right? You're not a good fit for me. You're not a good fit for the team. My team is a certain way. My team does this. My team does that. And I get it. So I said, hey, I'll refund you minus X amount of money for company time, me making your profile. And then, we'll, and then that's it. And she was very, very upset this whole time. But the key that I'm trying to get through with this whole, this whole story here is not anything to do with me as a coach or me as how I run my business stuff, but it's acceptance. Right. It's 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 me not needing that person's acceptance in order to feel whole. And it's okay that the way I handle things is the way I handle things. Right? It wasn't an excuse to her. At the end of the day, I wouldn't lie to somebody and have them come on my roster when I don't think they belong just so I can make money. That's not who I am. Right? And yeah, I laugh a little bit. That's how I make part of my situations. That's that's just who I am as a person. 
I won't apologize for that. I don't need people to accept that. And if people want to get upset, then that is fine. If somebody says that they've been following me for two years and because I laughed and handled my business correctly, the way I've, I've always handled it, then like more power to you, girl. I have no problem with you not you know, thinking that I have morals anymore. That's fine. I don't need that acceptance. So that's that's the story I'm trying to get across here. That's the concept I'm trying to get across here is that acceptance will will rob you of everything you have, every integrity pillar that you have built for yourself. When you succumb or you are a victim to needing to be accepted by every single person you come in contact to, your very values will shatter and that other person who you're trying to be accepted by will then mold who they want you to be. And that's really, really fucking important to understand. I am set right now that the people I work with are absolute fucking go-getters. They are hardworking. They are loyal. They are disciplined. They want to be the best version of them. They can't even sleep at night because they are so obsessed with just becoming better and living an amazing, amazing life. Those are the people I choose to work with right now. But had I focused purely on acceptance of what this individual felt like they wanted from me, Instead of me saying, hey, this is the coach for that, they said, no, I need it from you. If I were to say, okay, everything I've built, all my pillars, all my integrity, every 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 standard I uphold for all my team, all my mentorship clients, all my business clients, it's gone. It's gone. And then there's no trust. And when you want to be a good leader, you need to have trust from the people who are following you. Being a leader doesn't mean you're cocky. Being a leader doesn't mean you're a douchebag. Being a leader says, hey, I care enough about these people to project them as far as I possibly can. That's what being a leader is to me. And being a leader sometimes has to go against that that wave of acceptance. So if you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh my God, man, you know, I kind of find myself in positions a lot when somebody's unhappy with how I'm handling things. I immediately change the script to fit what this person wants. And, and here's the thing with that is, yeah, you, you fall, you succumb to acceptance, but you also are enabling this person to have almost toxic behavior in their life where they think that, hey, if everything doesn't go the exact way that I feel I want it to go in my life, then I'm going to throw a fit until I get my way. So in a way, I almost would have enabled this, this individual who inquired with me if I were to have just said, hey, whatever you want. Hey, oh, oh so sorry, right? At the end of the day, here's what happened. You inquired. You were asked if you were a high-level athlete and you said yes. So you held yourself up to a higher standard that didn't fit mine. I can't lower that standard right? Nobody can lower that standard. And that's the way that you guys have to go about this as well. You cannot lower your standard just to be accepted by people. That to me is a fate worse than death. Okay. That might've been a little over, that that was a little over dramatic, but you can't fit this mold. You can not please everybody. You will trigger people, but guess what? When you get triggered, you get to see this as a different way. The way I see being triggered by something, typically it comes from a pain in the past. And I talked about this on M Dunk's podcast. If you guys haven't listened to my podcast with Emily Dunk, go check it out. It's M Body Radio. One of my favorite podcasts I've ever recorded was, uh, we, she posted it last Thursday or on Thursday. Um, 
So, so what I said here is, is when you get triggered, you're actually prevented with a very unique opportunity to go back to a point in your life where pain was caused and you can come at it with a higher perspective now and you can heal from it, grow from it and leave it in the past so you don't get triggered by it anymore. But that's the way you can handle things. But when other people get triggered, you cannot bow down to their toxic behavior and toxic way of handling their triggers just so that you're accepted by them. And we see this all over America in schools, everything, right? Picking on a kid so you get accepted by the cool crowd, right? All, all these things is you take away from who you are so that you can accept it by the people who you want to be. And it's more so because you're scared of who you are. You're scared because you don't know who you are. So you look at people who you feel are higher than you. And you want to be accepted by them because you have not had that internal self-talk and work to be accepted by yourself. I'm going to change the name of this podcast to external acceptance. Because what I want to exemplify here is that you do not need that external acceptance when you have really done the work that you don't want to do. Get uncomfortable and find out where you suck as a human being. What's that negative self-talk you're always telling yourself? Okay, how do we get rid of that and change the narrative so you become the absolute best version of yourself? You have that internal acceptance and you can live this life that is full of happiness, no anxiety, no stress, no worries about other people accepting you. You are quite literally carefree to go about your life and impact others in the best possible way. What a life that would be. Just sign up for my seminar. Who said that? What a life that would be if we could unlock those doors for you and lock all the other bullshit doors. Too many doors, too many options. Close the doors of negativity, close the doors of needing that external acceptance, right? And we can also articulate this a different way and say external validation because we have that internal acceptance of who we are, what our purpose is, and how we're about to go about life and, and inspire people and touch people. Because at the end of the day, it's about what we can do for people. It's about how we can make people feel I've never seen somebody feel bad when they're doing good for other people. It's very hard, very hard to feel bad when you're doing good for other people, right? It's, it's almost like, it kind of goes back to being a leader. It's about leading people to be the better version of themselves. It's about leading people to that point where they can accept themselves and showing people, hey, you don't have to do this. Uh, there's a great quote here that says, it's not the position that makes the leader, it's the leader that makes the position. We see this all the time, man. You have managers in the store. If the store sucks, the management usually sucks. If the store is amazing, the management's usually amazing, right? It, there's, there's ladders to this. It's a, it's a stepping stone and everything is connected. Everything's a domino effect. So what I need everybody here to do, a little bit of homework this week is I really, and I really want you to do this. Don't just listen to this, do it. Make mental notes of this. Be attentive and proactive with thinking about this. When you get in altercations or when you do something and other people don't like that you're doing it that way, do you immediately crumble to try to be accepted by them because you don't want somebody to dislike you or have a negative confrontation with you? 
That's a good question to ask. And here's the thing. If you say, oh, I never have an issue with anybody, you're not doing enough with your life. And I will, I will strongly, strongly believe that. Nobody can tell me. I'll die on that hill, okay? If you do not have, I mean, now here's the thing. Through my life, I have let down many people. I have disappointed many people. I have made a lot of fucking mistakes. I have pretended to be somebody I'm not to be accepted. I will always continue to upset people, I think. I will always continue to make some people in some way feel disappointed. But the thing that I know for a fact is I am not trying to be somebody I'm not. And the only time that somebody can truly tell me, hey, I'm disappointed because I've been following you for so long and this and that is, you're actually not disappointed in me. You're disappointed as a reflection of you not getting what you wanted when you had an altercation with me. So you can't be disappointed in me because I am just who I am. You, you can't be disappointed in yourself if you are who you are. Remember that if you're listening to this. And if there are things that you're thinking about when I'm saying this and you say, dude, I'm, I am disappointed in myself in this. Guess what? That's not who you are because who we are as people are not people that are disappointed in ourselves. That's, that is our purpose. Like you think that you're special because you feel this way and you're, there's no way you can live a life like this. I fucking promise you, you can't. I promise you. I'm the last person on the planet who should be living a life feeling this way. That's for sure. I have fucked up more times than I count. I have hurt people that I didn't want to hurt. Um, and that's growing pains, man. Growing pains are super, super normal. But move away from the need, the want, the thirst to be accepted by everybody. And start nurturing until you have that acceptance of yourself. Because then you're putting out energy and you're putting out frequencies that are going to attract the same people to you. Right? Who you are has a direct correlation with who you attract. So until we finally accept who we are and we really hone who we are and put out the energy of who we truly are. We almost make sure we will always be attracting people that we're trying to fit in places they don't belong. And guess what? That leads back to us doing things that we're not that we're not meant to be doing for acceptance. Who you are has a direct correlation with who you attract. Another piece of homework to end this off is look at who you're surrounded with. Look at your group of friends, look at your family, look at your coworkers. Are they losers? And that's okay. Don't try to be nice here. Think about where you feel success. Think about your thoughts of being successful first, right? To me, what is it like to see somebody successful? Okay, that's the vision in my head. Does anybody around me fit that? For a lot of you, that answer is no. A lot of, okay, everyone's around me a loser, but guess what? That means you're, you're putting out the energy and the frequencies of a loser. I'm not calling you a loser. I'm saying right now you're stuck in that loser energy because you have failed to do that self-reflectance work to have that self-acceptance and say, okay, I don't need anybody to accept who I am or what my dream is. And once you have, once you have dug in and you have felt that 
and you put gas on that fire, it is impossible to put it out. Don't let anybody else put out your fire because you're trying to be accepted by them. Fuel your fire to the hottest it can be by being accepted by yourself. And that's going to be where I leave this podcast, you guys. Thank you for listening. I am going to talk for another minute so that I can make sure that this podcast time is 2021. Actually, it's three seconds. Love you. Bye. (laughs)